Some of the things in the episode you're about to hear already happened. They're in the past. So congratulations. You can see the future and should probably start buying lottery tickets. Yeah, and betting on baseball games. And horses? Is that still a thing? It should be. You should do that too. Bet on some horses. Definitely. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So please, no flash photography and please unwrap your candy now. And we're back. And we're back. Here we are. Here we are. Back again. It's all happening so fast. Yeah. Should we let them in on our secret? Let's do it. That we're doing two episodes in one day, but they won't know, know which, which days. Two. Yeah, great. Amazing. Cool. So, what has happened to you in the last five minutes? Oh, gosh. Um, I went to the bathroom. And how was that? It was good. Familiar. It was good. Yeah, it's very relatable. So I try I... to write for everybody. Here's the thing. I deleted this from another episode, but we're about to talk about it. The way that you put your toilet paper you in your bathroom. You deleted it from that episode? I had to. We were running long. Okay, fine. It was a pointless It was a pointless Point. discussion. Sure. I deleted everything you said before it, too. That's fine. Yeah, because... It's probably pointless. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you were checking your Facebook and, and monologuing about oh, yeah, checking that was... your bank account. <laughs> anyway. Ian does this really annoying thing where he puts his toilet paper with the feed of the toilet paper on the underside. I told Ian that in the U.S. patent for toilet paper, it is supposed to roll over the top. And then I told her I know. I can't grab it. I can't grab it. And you know what? The way that you have it in your bathroom is there's a towel hanging over it. Yeah. You have to touch someone's towel to get that toilet paper. Is that your yeah, towel? I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that I, touched your naked body. That, man. like, that bathroom, How like... How dare you? That bathroom, like, in that aspect is very poorly designed. That bathroom is very interesting. There's, like, 16 different kinds of tile going on. There is. So the Home Depot has a whole thing going on right now. This episode brought to you by the Home Depot. Oof. The Home Depot has this whole thing going on right now where they're trying to disguise fake wood and fake granite and fake mm-hmm. marble and everything with tile. So the other day, my roommate was watching something on the TV and this like Hulu ad comes up for the Home Depot and they're like, is it wood? No, it's tile. Is it marble? No, it's tile. It's tile. It's tile. Everything's tile. Is that hardwood? No, it's tile. It's like, oh my God. Wait, so are these tiles in like, like with the grains of wood yep. and stuff? Yeah. Okay, fine. But I thought like hardwood was where it was at again. I guess so. I mean, maybe here in New York, but we have in our kitchen space, we have mm-hmm. hardwood that runs up to where the kitchen was remodeled and they have this tile that sure. looks like wood. All right. My parents also have a whole house of tile made to look like wood. That's fascinating. Yeah. If anybody watches HGTV out there, they know how I feel about shiplap. How do you feel about shiplap? Do you know what shiplap is? No. Shiplap is the ultimate renovator's dream. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you tear out a piece of wall, right? Mm -hmm. And then behind it are pieces literally from the side of a ship that the original, these are like 100-year-old houses, 150-year-old houses that they were built with shipwood. And it's called shiplap. Whoa. Yeah. And so... These people will be like, you know, like Chip and Joanna Gaines. We've talked about them on the show mm-hmm. before. They're like, hey, everybody, Moico, Texas, let's fix up this wall right over here. And then they pull apart the drywall and behind it is a whole house made of shipwood. And it's like a designer's dream because you just expose the wall and it's yeah. beautiful. And it's great because it's like, it's like having exposed brick in New York City. It's like warm in the winter and cool yeah. in the summer. Yeah. That's 
shiplap. I learned something today. Yeah, so your bathroom's weird. My bathroom is very weird. <laughs> my bathroom at my place before this was really cool because it was, like, kind of long, so there was a lot of space. Okay. And, like, the bathtub had, like, counter space on it, which was weird. Weird. But great. But, and, like, huh. it had a window with a little ledge, so, like, <laughs> it was, like, like, that bathroom, with the exception of that one time the bathroom above us, like, started leaking was, like, definitely the superior bathroom. Have you ever gone through someone else's bathroom, like, at a party or, like, a significant other's medicine cabinet? You ever done the snooping of the bathroom? I want to say yes, but I don't think I actually ever have. Is that something that you do, though? Here's the thing. I don't do it, but I will do it if there's something like, I can't find soap. Where could the soap be? And, like, I'll start looking around. Sure, but then you find something interesting. You know what I mean? I know the idea of what you mean, but I've never found anything interesting. God, Ian. I know, my friends I'm and I are so boring. I'm trying to pull a thread here that just doesn't exist. <laughs> you should just make up a story to it. Yeah, I mean, so one time I just, like, opened a cabinet and just, like, all of these, like, cocaine tablets fell out. Cocaine tablets? tablets yeah. <laughs> You've clearly done a lot of coke clearly, in your time. <laughs> like, that's, that's my brand. <laughs> oh, man, that gets me. <laughs> Um, you know what's weird about our bathroom is that they have a, a shower head. I guess they call it a rain head mm-hmm. on the shower. And so the water drains under the shower head and it gets like grimy on the other side of the bathtub because you can't adjust the shower head to get it to spray across the room because it's supposed to feel like rain coming straight down. Okay. So I'm always having to scrub the tub. Mm. I was telling someone the other day this. So have you ever scrubbed a tub and yeah. gotten the stuff on your skin? Yeah. Okay. I was a dummy and was wearing the gloves but was scrubbing and I guess I leaned against the edge with my elbow and Mm -hmm. then I took a shower right afterward to rinse it all off Mm -hmm. and to rinse me off and a whole sheet of my skin came off because it got eaten by scrubbing bubbles. Oh, you're talking about scrubbing bubbles, like yeah. I'm stuff. talking about like chemical, like anything. Oh, I that thought has you meant like I thought you meant like mildew or whatever. No, no, no. Anything that has, has bleach. bleach in it. Oh, will I've eat never your skin. I've. I've, I feel like I've gotten, like, a little, like, little droplets of it on me, but, like, yeah. I've washed it off so fast that, like, it never really made, like, an I mean, impact. even if you use those Clorox wipes and don't wash your hands afterward, they can sting. They, yeah. 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 Oh, I believe man. it. It's intense. That's, yeah. It is intense. Yeah. Have you ever lived in a place where you were like, I have to clean literally every inch of this? My college apartment, and, like... Which makes sense because it's, like, a bunch of young adults who don't know how to take care of themselves. Sure. But, like, there was one... And you had a hedgehog living in that house. Fucking hedgehog living in that house. (laughs) And even before the hedgehog was living in that house, like, there was, like, maybe four times my senior year where we were all just, like, this place needs to be cleaned the fuck up. Sure. And then I had a roommate uh, at that place who, when she was stressed, she would get... uh, She would start cleaning stuff. Uh Uh-huh. So one day I'm just sitting... And, like, there was a ledge outside of our apartment, like, that we used to just hang out on... One day I'm just sitting at my desk, um, like on my laptop, I look to my right and my roommate Kat is spraying my window down and cleaning it off for me from the outside. Aww. I'm like, after I was like, what the fuck? It was Why? just like, that's so cool. Just because I didn't expect it. Like all of a sudden you just hear Oh, like, I thought you were mad about it. No, I was just like, what is going on? What the fuck? Oh, just like, like sh- sh- Yeah. Sh- <laughs> like it took me by surprise. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. You know, cleaning cleaning helps me get out some anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really do like to live in a clean situation. I think it's a type A thing because like you're taking control of a situation. That's true. Yeah. And you know what? It really bums me out when I go to, and no shade to my roommates because it's like no one's ever going to, you know, even though I'm a meticulous cleaner, like I don't get everything perfect. Mm-hmm. But like when you 
go to grab a plate from the drying rack because it's more convenient than getting it from oh yeah I do that from all the, time. the cabinet. But then you see that like the bottom of it wasn't scrubbed. And yeah, you're like, you have to scrub every inch of everything because it's all sitting against yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I do like things to be clean. I do. I you know what I've identified in the last year or so that I have a pretty rare form of OCD, mm. and it's mostly it's mostly based in that of like um, like questioning if I did things right a lot of times Mm. it comes back to me as like did I say something wrong and that makes me very anxious but sometimes it's like getting the job done right the first time I'm like overly intense about it and it takes like twice as long for no reason you know I've been like that because the chill the chill way could have worked right fine yeah yeah sometimes you have to keep on relearning that lesson yeah it's real yeah it's weird to be learning things about about myself still I know that sounds so stupid but it like, doesn't just because I'm thinking, like, because I was thinking of that about myself the other day. What were you, what were you thinking? I don't even remember, like, I, th- like, I think it was just on a general sense where I was just like, I'm still learning, like, I'm, d- I'm still learning, like, that everything, that, that, like, I'm okay. Like, that, like, just, I do, like, I can do something and, like, it can just be okay. Yeah, I like, just feel like we, we're so familiar with ourselves that when a new development happens that isn't, like, a sudden, like, I broke my arm! That, yeah. like... You know, it, it's weird. It's like I, I, I'm learning something new about myself, but I feel like maybe I betrayed myself. Like I should have known right? all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Adult life is weird. Adult life is weird, kids who are listening, <laughs> millennials who are listening to yeah, this. Yeah, for all the kids out there that are listening, I don't think anyone. Yeah. And if they are, what are you doing listening to this? Yeah, Jesus Christ, turn it off before your mom comes in. Yeah, before she hears my whole story about being high as fuck. Yeah, no, that was from a different episode. That was from a different episode, yeah. but... But still. You, but still. Hashtag cocaine tablets. Hashtag cocaine tablets. Oh my god. <laughs> Ian, what happened to you this week? So this week, this actually happened last night. So, okay. Oh, there were police sirens. I was like, they're coming to get me. The coppers are coming. Um, so what happened to me last night... Um, I'm Janet Snake Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin. FBI. FBI. <laughs> um, so I was out for my friend's birthday last night. Sure. Um, happy birthday, Olivia. Um, and Four weeks too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what, and like this is another sign of like adulthood. Like we didn't go to a bar. We went to a wine bar. So, so we went on like the, wine bars are fun. They are because like they're very calm. Like I don't love wine. So like I oh, see, I love wine. If I, I had to pick one, one drink, yeah. Like, um, I'm I'm also just very particular with my wine. Like the ones I like are the ones I like, and everything else I'm like. Eh, and they're nah. like seventy to a hundred dollars a bottle, probably. I I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're out there, and um, it is like Olivia and my friend David, um, who is someone I've worked with plenty of times. He's a director, and like a couple of Olivia's friends who I'm just meeting for the first time. And then in walks Patty Murin and Colin Donnell. Wow. Okay. So yeah. for people who don't know who these people are, please these explain. Are, these are two very prolific, like young actors. They're like I guess they're, they're in their thirties, so that's that's young. Um, Extremely young for how successful they exactly, are. Exactly, because Patty Murin has been all over Broadway. Right. She so has name been, some of their projects so people know what um, kind of. Uh, Patty Murin is probably best known for Alyssa Strada Jones and. Um, Bring It On the Musical, and um, I know she was in Wicked. She was in the production of uh, Nerds on Broadway that 
famously got canceled at the last minute. Oh my gosh! Uh, my friend's my friend's brother wrote the music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, man. Yeah. So. Well, tell him I'm bummed about it. Yeah. So she was there, and her husband. Um, he's mostly known for uh, Chicago Med, which is a TV show. But they were in this wine bar last night, and we're introducing ourselves to people we haven't met. So we're talking like what we do, and I'm like, oh, I'm an actor. I'm working on this, and. My friend David is like, so I'm working on this and this and Oh, they walked up and were like hanging no, out. No, no, they guys. were next to us. They're at the table oh, next to us. Okay, okay, okay. And of course, like they walk in and David and I go, Is that Patty Murin? at the same time? <laughs> and we're and like so we have to like be this close and like keep the conversation down because she's literally at the table next to us. I mean, Ian, I'm not trying to like stereotype anybody here, but if I didn't know you were hetero <laughs> I know, like I I've talked that about That might this with be people. the gayest thing you've ever said. That- <laughs> Next to listening to Into the Woods at the gym. Oh, yes. that's from a lost episode. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah, but yeah. Ian listens to Into the Woods at the that gym. That was one so. time. Yeah, he's I listened to heterosensitive the woods. at best. Yeah. <laughs> I like I've thought to myself like a number of times, like, it is amazing that any woman has allowed me to date her. Yeah. Um I don't so, agree, but I do think that that's funny. Like, yeah. yeah. So anyway. Um, I think anyone would, would be lucky to oh, go out you. with you. Thank but you. that being said, you do, you're I, like, super gay so when it comes to things. theater. <laughs> yeah, like, there are so many things I do. Like, I was recruited as a ballerina when I was 17. Like, come yeah. on. Um, Living your best life. Exactly. Your skintiest life. Exactly. All right, so your friends freak out, and then what happens? And so, like, we're just continuing to talk, and, and um, my friend David is talking about his projects, one of which is this uh, interactive like cabaret um, production that's going to happen at a few theaters in town. So then I leave the party, I open Twitter, I'm just scrolling through, and all of a sudden I see Patty Muir and tweets, I j- I'm sitting in a wine bar and I just heard, interactive cabaret, please don't invite me to that. And I was like... <gasps> Oh my god, Patty Murin shade has been thrown upon no. us. Oh, wait, that's really mean. I mean, like, I thought it was hilarious. Like, to an extent, it's like, yeah, that is like that's kinda rude. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking oh, by the way, Patty Murin is friends with David's sister in law from high school. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay, so here's the thing though. She clearly doesn't think that she's famous enough for For people to like look at For people to identify that shit. Yeah weird and like so i just had like this kind of like i would love moment. if you had replied and been like and been like thanks for eavesdropping like have a I, great I, night i considered it but like i'm not like oh i would 100 percent. but i mean like i'm like she's liked my tweets before when i've like replied to her like so she like so she clearly like you said doesn't think and like anybody's paying attention to it yeah but like of course people are because she's patty murin like she has a following and she's hilarious on twitter I just came in, you know, we were just talking about this a few weeks ago, but I never realized it only takes one or two jobs for you to suddenly become, like, a name. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't say that, like, I have any prolific fame in this business or, like, notoriety, Mm -hmm. but my agent was, like, pretty cautious on my last booking to be like, hey, don't, like, you know, don't spread the word via social media, don't talk shit about people on social media, because... You know, the more jobs you have, the more people are going to be looking for you. And I get that because, like, not that Begin Again made me famous at all, but, like, there's still... But you did get quite a quite a little bump of a following yeah, when that happened. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah. and even to this day, like, every so often... Like, the other day I woke up and I had, like, seven Twitter notifications because one person clearly started following me and then going through my feed because, like, obviously it's not a friend of mine, so it must be someone that, like, knows me from sure. Begin Again. You know who I bet deals with this all the time is Shannon Walsh because like week by week, friend of the pod, Shannon Walsh, who's on the way. 
Yeah. I bet I bet randomly people find her from the OA because the show's still kind of having a yeah. moment. Yeah. That, but also, like, because she's the girl in this, like, of the two of us, she's the girl. So if sure. there's any, like, creepy notoriety, it's because she's the girl. Which, like, I'm not saying is right or anything, and no, I realize, like, that's how... that's the status. It is. Like, yeah. So, like, she has a little bit more of an Instagram following than I do, but... And I'm not saying this is the reason, but there are more creepy men out there yep. following a young 20-something-year-old girl than there are anyone following a young 20-something-year-old guy. Yeah. So, I mean, super happy for her. All the best wishes and success. Yeah. But, like, that's just, like, a sad, almost, truth of this industry. Yeah. It, it, it can be gross. And I think probably what happened with Patty... I, you know, I wonder if maybe she tweets those things and questions it, but does it anyway. Yeah, like, right? Like, you I know, don't... because clearly if you guys were talking about kind of like industry showcase cabaret related things, she knows that y'all probably know something about her, right? Yeah, my guess, that's my guess. But also like, I didn't take any offense to it, A, because it wasn't my project, and B, just because... Does your friend know that she said that though? No, but I did text my friend who was friends with Patty Murin, who is his Fuck. brother, uh, his sister-in-law. Oh, man. Um, just because I was like, that's that's just too funny. Like, is it a little shady? Sure. But, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to laugh it off because... Yeah. Because, like, how many times have I been like, this person next to me just said this weird, crazy thing. It's like, I don't know if that person follows me. Probably not, but, like, I, I just try to laugh it off. I think I told you, but maybe not on the show. I can't remember. One of my first trips to New York City when I was in college, I went to a bar with my friend to see her sister who was uh, bartending. And she was like, don't look now, but Stephen Schwartz is sitting behind you. Oh, yeah. And I was in Children of Eden at the time. And I was like, how do you even, like, do you even say hi? Because in New York, yeah, it's like we see, I mean, like, pretty major celebrities, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I bumped chest to chest with, you know, Yoko Ono and Lenny Kravitz and Michael Strahan and all these people that I really admire and love. And it's like, just don't say hi. Like, just don't bother their day. It's, like, they, yeah. they live in New York for the reason that they they can live in Colorado. Exactly. And, like, and whenever I do approach someone, I, I've, I feel super nervous and, like, weird about it. Because I did run into Paul Rudd one day, and he is my yes. favorite actor. So, like, I had to. Like, I was not going to be able to live with myself if I didn't turn around and be like, at least say... Hey, I don't want to bother you, but I just wanted to say like, you're my favorite actor and I really appreciate everything you've done. I don't know who... And he was super cool about it. I don't know who I would do that for. Maybe nobody. I'm not really a fangirl of like... I mean, even if it was like Meryl, I'd be like avoiding her. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I don't know if I have anybody who that would be. And yeah. any of the people that I really follow their careers, it's because I'm probably trying to like emulate what they're doing. Yeah. So I probably don't want to be their friend. Like, <laughs> oh no, I'm like, I'm like Paul Rudd. You're amazing. Help a brother out. But I, like, I don't not that I said like... any of that. But I, but I like, I couldn't live with myself without just being like, you're such an influence on me, and thank you for that. Right. I have no problem like just being, just tweeting at a celebrity, and being like, I think this is awesome. Yeah. And when they respond, I'm like, that's the coolest. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> exactly. Five stars for the stars. And so I guess, long, short story long, that's what happened to me this week. Great. Yeah, so. I love that. Yeah, so still love you, Patty Murin. But. I guess. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I'd be pissed. Uh, you were way classier about that than I would be. I mean, like, it had so little to do with me. It just happened to be about, like, my friend and the table I was sitting at. Which, like, of course, I would stick up for my friend, but it's also like, <laughs> Patty Murin just, like, tweeted about us. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'd find that shady, but I'm glad that you are finding finding the joy in it. Yeah. So what happened to you this week? I went to a 10-year-old's birthday party. Really? Which, yeah, kids' parties are really fun. And I... Yeah. The only thing that's different about them than when we were kids... There's two things that are different. One, they happen out in public now. Like, no one does it at people's homes. Yeah. They do it at, like, Chuck E. Cheese or the bowling alley or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, which, like, was a pretty special birthday for, like, the richest kid in our class. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, people did it, like, in their backyards. This is where you grew up... Like, Just, like, in America, in general, like, in the 90s, sure. like, you know, a special birthday was at Chuck E. Cheese and you did that once, but the others were, like, at your house in your living room. See, for the most part, like, we all had, like, and maybe just because it was a more affluent area that I grew up in, like, we had a lot of, like, public birthday parties where it was at, like, the movies or a Chuck E. Cheese or, um... A lot of times it was at, like, batting cages or arcades. Right, but when you think about your birthdays, mm-hmm. how many of them were actually those? A handful that, of that them. That you can count. Like, I, I mean, like, maybe like until I was, like... parties. Yeah, like, maybe until I was, like, 10 or 11. Oh, okay. Not, and, I mean, not that all of them were there. Probably from the time I was, I like, five. Because I grew up with, like, super rich kids, and none of us did that. Really? Yeah, like, people wanted to be at the houses because you can, like, do gift time and all of that. And that's the other thing that's different, is mm-hmm. they don't open gifts in front of each other now. Sure. Yeah, you leave them in a corner, and then you take them home. I always, I remember that's how my family always did it. Oh, see, we always had a designated... The gift time. Yeah, where the kid opens the gifts in front of everybody, like a baby Mm. shower. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, maybe that was just my experience. Now it's becoming clear to me it was just my experience growing up. It could have been like a regionalism kind of thing. Like, I don't know, honestly. I mean, maybe, but like, I lived all over. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) And we always lived with really rich kids, and people always preferred them to do them at their homes. Yeah. That's fascinating. If a kid had a party at Chuck E. Cheese, a lot of people responded no because they didn't want to go. Really? Yeah, because it was, like, boring. Okay. You want to go to someone's house and, like, watch Mulan and, like, party Oh, no, for party us it was all about activities. And, yeah, well, like, but yeah, but then, you know, you face paint while you're there and you play with a light bright sure. and they have a cute dog and, you know, <laughs> that's a better party. Anyway. Okay. So I went to this party. It was really fun. Junk food abound. Yes. Pizza, chicken fingers, french fries, lemonade, apple juice. Amazing. Uh, cupcakes. That's the other thing. No one does a cake. Cupcakes yeah, are right. the thing. Cupcakes are the thing now. They're the thing that happened this generation. Uh, really, I think that cu- it's because there's like a cupcake TV, you know, like opus going on. Oh yeah, yeah, with just like cable networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. It was at a bowling alley. Oh, and it there's a weird dynamic when you're an adult at a kids party where like you're kind of chaperoning but also taking part. Yeah, you're right. And there was just, like, funny goings-on. Like, one of the kids who is a friend of, like, the younger sister of a friend of the birthday girl, so she was, like, invited because her older sister was attending. Okay. She felt uncomfortable throwing the bowling ball by herself, so I was helping her because it's heavy and whatever. And then later she comes over to me. My boss's name is Kate. These are Kate's kids. So on the screen, the bowlers in the lineup are, like, so-and-so, so-and-so, Kate, Claire, so-and-so, so-and-so. And... One of these little so-and-sos comes over to me and taps me on the shoulder and she goes, Claire, is your name Kate? (laughs) I go, no, so-and-so. Why would you ask that? And she goes, because someone named Kate is supposed to be bowling right now. And I was like, 
but my name's Claire. And she goes, I don't know. Maybe you have both. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. Oh but God. yeah, it was just, you know, it was just fun to hang out with kids. I and love that. The bowling alley is pretty fancy. It's this bowl more in Times Square. Yeah. Oh, I love that place. It's fun, except one time I took some kids there and they wanted to spend most of the time in the arcade and you're mm. fighting a bunch of these... I don't know, just rat kids that are like assholes, like pushing yeah. each other and like starting fights and screaming and yelling. It's like kind of annoying. I did a lot of that. Not a lot of like pushing people in arcades, but I did a lot of bowling at Bullmore over the summer last year. Really? Yeah. Like a few people from work just got a, like an informal league together and we just went in bowls. It was fun. I was part of an alumni bowling league for charity once. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun, but it was at Chelsea Pier. Oh, cool. So Chelsea Pier is a Chelsea Piers. I think it's like... Piers. Right, because there's multiple Piers. Yeah. 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 But. Chelsea Piers Morgan. Chelsea Piers Morgan. Chelsea Piers <laughs> 1 Imports. <laughs> yes. No, but that's Pier 1 Imports. Uh, oh, I'm thinking. Because um, it's Pier 1 Imports. I'm, I'm thinking there was um an episode of Two Broke Girls. Tangent number one. Yeah. Um, Is this our first tangent? I think so, because we went right to it today. I can't remember. Um. There was an episode of Two Broke Girls where, um, for some reason, Pierce Morgan is like a guest star. Weird. And yeah, and I forget is what the situation. Is this cable show even on CBS? No, I think it's been. I thought it was discontinued. I mean, it was, but when it was on, was it on CBS? I don't. Maybe Weird. I have no idea. But he was a guest star on Two Broke Girls, and like the whole running joke was that Kat Dennings' character kept on calling him Pierce One Imports. Pierce One. Yeah. That is such a and CBS then, like, joke. It's disgusting. Yeah, and then like they, and then they, um, oh, because like the rich girl in it, like the or the former rich girl Caroline goes on it, and like there's a whole thing about her dad, and like he's questioning her about her dad, and like she's mad and stuff. Right. And so like the whole thing is like, can you get us some discounts at Pierce One Imports? Like, <laughs> like so like little like side jokes like that, like that I just thought were like adorably clever and you funny. like those little punny quips. I do. I was talking with someone the other day like about the kind of humor I like and. I was like, yeah, like very wordplay based humor. Yeah. Like pun kind of things. Like that's my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thus endeth. The first tangent. The first tangent. Yeah. These kids give really fancy gift bags. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're was... gift bags. Oh, yeah. You get gift bags when you leave these parties now. Cause oh, like, oh, like goodie bags and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but when we were a kid, you got like the big ticket item was like a Rubik's Cube or a yo yo or like a, a Hershey toy, bar. A toy that was like two or three dollars. Yeah. I got a magic eight ball. Okay. I got a bunch of candy, like king size candy. Ooh. And um, I'm trying to think what else was in there. I think mine only had that. But the Magic 8-Ball is, like, a pretty expensive toy. And she had, like, 25 kids there. Yeah. And they all got free cards to play in the arcade Mm. that that my bosses paid for. So these kids, like, played all over the place for, you know, like, a huge cost. Yeah, Yeah, it was, you know, it was really, really fun, mostly because of the junk food. So was this your, one of the kids' nanny's birthday parties? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's really sweet that you could be there. Yeah, she was turning 10. Aw. And it's funny because, funny like odd, that I guess that morning my boss, Kate, had taken her kids to get their nails done. And I guess when you turn 10 at this particular nail spa, you pay the adult price. And Kate got like emotional about it and like oh yeah because it's a decade you know like a decade ago you were in the hospital with your first baby like you know it's emotional she's the older one she is the older one okay yeah the younger one will be seven in july oh yeah it's adorable she's counting the days she's like claire it's only 111 days until my birthday or something you know yes yeah that's great so yeah it was great kids party 
I don't know. I There's not much to it except I had a really fun time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Aw, and it's great when, like, the kids, like, really like you. Oh, my gosh. They're way nicer to me than any other kids I've ever worked with. These kids' that's friends nice. are super cool, too. That's you know, great. they're all, like, very normal Upper West Siders. That's good. Yeah. I mean, as normal as you can get being from the Upper West Side. Yeah, they're pretty They're pretty normal. Nice. Old Jewish money. Yep. Very normal for New York City. Yeah. 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 Have you been to any kids' parties recently? Not lately, but I'm just thinking about, like, my students who, like, happen to be all very good kids. Like, the other day, um, it was, like, during one... Like, you can listen back to the episode where I'm talking about, like, how it took me forever to get to and from my job. Because sure, of the bus. Sure, sure. Epi 20. Yeah, but I'm but I'm in the middle of my class, and one of my students goes, can I ask you a question that's kind of not related to anything we're doing? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she goes, if I'm in your class next year, will you get sick of me? And I'm like, Aww. oh, no, of course not. And, like, this happens to be one of my favorite students. Not that I'd ever admit it because well, politics. Well, you get sick of me. That's sad. But I'm like, no, like, you are, like, the hardest working kid in this class. Aww. Like, and you're good at what, and, like, you're good at all this. And, like, of course I'm not going to get sick at you because you're a good kid. Oh, what a sweetie pie. Yeah, so. Yeah, these kids are great. They're so great. There was actually, it's funny because earlier this week there was, like, a rift among some of the girls. There was a little bit of jealousy mm. and some gossiping. And they all convened for this party. And it ended up, like, being okay. That's like, good. Like, it worked out. And, I, you know, 25-year-old me is, like, very invested in their drama. Right. And, like, yeah. My director, um, because she works with kids all the time, she's very invested in everyone's drama. Sure. And, like, it's hilarious because she'll be like, okay, now, Alex, tell me about this girl and, like, what's happening with Mallory and this girl. And, <laughs> and, like, and I'm just saying, they're like, nothing has changed. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love kids. I had a great time. It was super fun. Yeah. And that is that. Cool. Quiz time? Yeah, sure. Cool. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with my parents' dog, Lacey. Lacey Shabark. Um, Lacey Shabark. Lacey Gray. Um, Throwback to Lacey Shabark. Yeah, with Dalton and Joe Kroger. I'm obsessed with my parents' dog and... Like, just recently, they were taking care of um, this dog's sister, who is still living with the family from which my parents adopted Lacey. Oh, okay. So, they're out of town now or something, and my mom was sending me all these pictures of the two dogs together, just, like, playing and, like, hanging out. And, like, they're these two, like, eight-year-old dogs, so, like, they're not young. Sure. But they're very lively. And so, like, half the pictures are them just sitting next to each other, like... Like, looking like badass bitches, and it's great. <laughs> um, my mom keeps on texting me photos of them, like, just whenever she gets a photo of, like, of Lacey. And she's like, don't be mad. I think I like Lacey more than you. Oh, <laughs> I was like, and I just respond with, yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> and she's like, I'm kidding. And she's like, but it is kind of weird. Like, is, is this wrong? And I'm like, mom, you have no kids in the house. Your husband is still working. And you're retired, and your sister lives, like, a mile away. Like, you can only take so much of your sister. The dog is going to be there for you, like, just at a moment's notice. Because I met this dog, and the second you say, Lacey, come here, she runs in, super excited to see you. Floppy ears. Floppy ears, panting like, I was going to say panting like a dog, but, like. She is. Because she is. And, yeah, she's just. She's wonderful, Aww. and I love this dog. I love that you yeah. love her. Yeah, so that's what I'm obsessed with. Great. Desert Island, three 
colors that you could paint with forever? I would have like this kind of blue, like what shade would you call this? Cerulean? Yeah, like a cerulean. Like I'm for those who are who can't see us right now, I'm holding up okay, everybody. everyone. I'm holding up um this one of the curtains in my apartment next to which we are recording, which is this nice cerulean blue. That's probably my favorite color. I would do like an emerald, like a nah, maybe like a forest green. Forest green. Yeah. Okay. Um Actually, well, if I'm, yeah, I'll go with forest green because okay. I like rich, deep greens. Okay. Um, and, and like a bright orange. What kind of orange? I don't know. Um, actually, it would probably be like my rug, which is, it's not bright. It's a little muted, but it's still like. It's like red orange. Yeah, like yeah. a red orange kind of color. Orange. Yeah. Hot pot of coffee. Yep. Orange. Orange. Great. What are you watching slash listening to? Um, I'm watching Riverdale because it's finally back. Yeah, You can follow me on Twitter, and there's always um, threads going on with me and my buddy Chris Barlow and our friend of the pod, Dalton Deschen, and our friend Jenny Shkreli. We recap every episode via tweets every week, and it had been off the, uh, it had been, I guess, on some kind of hiatus for a while, and now it's back, and I'm watching that. And I'm listening to a lot of Glenn Hansard again. Hmm. Yeah, like, for no other reason than I'm just like... Yeah. Boat. He's one of my favorites. And what happens with me and my favorites is that I won't listen to them for a while, but then I'll just think, like, I'm going to listen to this one song. And it turns into I'm listening to the same three albums for sure. three months. So, Glenn Hansard. Oh, sorry, I knocked the table. Uh, Glenn Hansard. Great. Yeah. So, watching, listening, great. Awesome. Yeah. Covered it. Last person you texted, who wasn't me? Um, It was Lauren. It was my friend Lauren, who is um, an old friend of Patty Murren's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I got home and I was like, so Patty Muir definitely just tweeted about us. Like, not like oh, Lauren gosh. and me, because Lauren, uh, Lauren and her husband Paul are away doing a, a show in uh, Indiana right now. Yeah, I texted her. Amazing. Yeah. And one person, living or dead, who you may or may not know, whom you would like to wish well today. Mm-hmm. I know who I'm going to wish. I'm going to wish Melissa Harris Perry well. And who is that? She. Was, she had her own show, um, I think it was on CNN or MSNBC, and she was a political commentator, and she's also someone who um, was, I'm, I'm actually going to look it up so I don't get it wrong, but okay. she was just recently on So Many White Guys. Um, with Phoebe Robinson. With Phoebe Robinson, love the show. Um, professor, director of the AG Center, which is um, Advancing Justice Through Intersectional Scholarship. Great. <laughs> Literally reading it off the Twitter. Um, editor-at-large at Elle Magazine, director at Wake the Vote, um, which is the Wake Forest uh, students taking the classroom to the campaign trail. So she's very politically active, and she, especially during the election season, was all over TV. She has a fascinating story, how she grew up, and um, the values that her family instilled in her, because she, even though she is um, half black, half white, she was raised to, like, identify as, like, an African-American, okay. which greatly informed everything that she, that made her who she is today. Sure. And she has this really great story of how someone in her family worked at NASA during the time of um, the story of Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. And so she, was, so she was recounting how, like, angry she was at her folks who, like, never told her the story of, like, these women of color who are, like, kicking ass at NASA Sure. So, like, and she has such 
fascinating views on politics today, on the election, on the Democratic Party that I never really thought of, and I think it's just because I am a white male Democrat. And so I really respected the shit out of everything she had to say on that episode. Amazing. Yeah. So Great. MHP, keep at it because you're truly an incredible person. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Your turn. Yay. Firemanship. Hey. What are you obsessed with? I am obsessed with online shopping. Mm. I never really, because I liked to go to the physical store and browse around, I never really understood the fun of it, but I follow um, some threads on BuzzFeed about like, can you get through this post without spending 50 bucks? And I really have found a lot of fun gadgetry and like great gift ideas from things like that. That's so cool. Yeah, just like, you know, I guess I gave up on having things delivered to me a few years ago because living in New York, getting packages is really hard. Yeah. Unless you have a doorman, and I don't live in a doorman building, so um, I now am starting to order things online, have them sent to me at work where there is a doorman building. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like send gifts to other people via messenger. And That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it more. It can be overwhelming, like when I was shopping for a a rug mm-hmm. you know there's just so many choices but sometimes when you're looking specifically for like you know a handmade something it's like oh etsy has exactly what you say, need yeah i love etsy yeah so i've just been finding some cool stuff and ordered clothes from stores i'd never heard of before and yeah nice. it was great cool having fun yeah spending all my money <laughs> desert island sure uh i want to know your three colors that you would paint with mm. tiffany teal that sounds about right Lemon custard yellow mm. and mint green. Ooh, very you. Yeah. Um, I used to have, work with a woman who, um, w- uh, at Container Store, like whenever you would hand her off something, she'd be like, next time, blue box, white bow. Whoa, drama. <laughs> I mean, like that was kind of like her game. That, like, she, box, that she played. White yeah. Bow. What a bitch. I love <laughs> it. She's, she's hilarious. Amazing. Um, yeah. So, what are you watching slash listening to now? Sorry, I have the yawns. You have the yawns. You have the sleepies. Because we're sitting in a warm window. It's true. She's like Gumby catting it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what am I watching slash listening to? The other night I was on HBO Go and I was like, I just want to watch a stupid chick flick. And I put on Sydney White, that Amanda Bynes movie, which I had oh, seen yeah. before. It's so bad. It's good. Oh man. You know, it's no She's the Man. That movie is the ultimate Amanda movie. Bynes. Um, but I just, you know, had, had some fun watching a stupid, a stupid chick flick, yeah. which is great. It's a few weeks behind. By this time, the show will be over when this airs, but, um, Big Little Lies, I am mm. ready for the final. The yeah. The final is tonight. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. And I have been listening to a lot of, I've really been utilizing Apple Music for, like, cooking playlists, and I've been finding Ooh. a lot of, like, you know, Mixes that I like. I also have been tapping back into the classics, you know, listening to a lot of Sinatra and stuff. And Love it. Cooking is more fun with the right music. Right. And you got to be in the mood for it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. So like, that's what I'm watching and listening to. Cool. I love that feature of Apple Music, like, with the different playlists. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. You can type in, you would literally be, like, hiking at nighttime, and there's, like, 16 appropriate it's playlists. It's so true. Yeah. Who was the last person you texted, aside from me? No cheating. The last person I texted was my dad. Aw. I was asking him um, 
obviously there will be a disclaimer at the top of the show, but I am uh, headed out of the country soon, and I was asking him about outlet adapters. Mm. Yep. Because cool. he's the kind of dad that just knows that stuff. I'm, sh- I'm dad, not surprised. Dads just know that stuff. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Shout out to Charles. Charles. Charlie. Hi, Charlie. 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 Yeah. Finally, last question of the day, our favorite. One person, living or dead, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. I'm going to do a conglomerate wish well. Okay. I lost all four of my grandparents at a very young age. Mm. And I think that they've just been on my heart recently. My mother's parents were Birdie and Pat. Mm. And Birdie was a ballroom dancer. And Pat worked at NASA. And they were just a beautiful couple with a lot of smarts and... My grandpa was the one who taught me how to do crosswords, and every time we went to their house, we had Oreos and Pop-Tarts, which was, like, a big treat, you know? So whenever I open a thing of Pop-Tarts, I smell my grandparents' house. And then my dad's parents were Kaminer, but everyone called him the Skipper, and um, my grandmom was um, Marge, and she, which is short for Marguerite, which is a family name. And yeah, I'm not one of the margarites, but yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, she, he was a captain in the Navy, and she was an officer's wife, and they had a beautiful life together. And I learned a lot of cooking from my grandmother and um, a lot of etiquette from both of them. Mm. And um, my granddad taught me how to play pool and how to play mm. Scrabble and Yahtzee and all these games I love now. And... I just really, I I miss all four of them for different reasons, and I wish, I wish that they had seen my career happen. Mm -hmm. So, I just think it was, um, I don't know, just like a reminiscent week, Mm -hmm. and I just really am thankful that so many of them had musical talents and like artistic passions and that that has like literally bled into my heart and soul. And, um, I really just, you know, it's, it's times like these that I wish that they could have seen me like be a star. (laughs) Cause I knew that I always knew that it was going to happen. And I think they might've had some like cautious doubts with like Mm. mild support. And I just wish that like we could have like, you know, seen it through, but Unusually for a Southern family, they had kids kind of late. I think it's because they were all government and military. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, my parents, you know, were, like, young parents but, like, waited a while after their marriage to have kids. And so um, I don't know what the math of it all is, but for whatever reason, they were already in their mid-80s when I was, like, 10, 12, sure. 13 years old. So they they all passed on kind of all within, like, two or three years of one another. Wow. Yeah. And so now I have p- friends our age that like are still close with their gammy who's know, like and right? I'm like what the fuck like Because my parents where, where are my grandparents My parents had me late too so my, both my grandfathers had died before I was born Oh wow And one of my grandmothers passed away when I was about 8 and the other one passed away when I was 18 Sure So I I get it Yeah Yeah So anyway but I was thank just, you. Yeah I was just thinking about them this week Thank you for sharing that that's beautiful Of course all right. We're all products of our grandparents, right? It's true. And yeah. their grandparents. And their grandparents. There's a, like there's some sort of Disney song about ancestors, right? Oh, I'm sure. 
Right in. Tell us. Um, it's definitely from Mulan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or from Pocahontas. Yeah. I, like, I was thinking it's one of those Indigenous two. peoples be... that actually care about their elders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be. Or Please like Hercules. to us all. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Uh, well. So good. On that note. Ian, where can people find you on you, social media? You can find me at iBroski on all the social medias, plus Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com and Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. Make sure to find us on iTunes uh, and on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and, Stitcher. And, like, and Google, and Google Play, Play now. Yay, We're all exciting. over the place. We're on all the platforms, thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, hashtag thisweeksthing, at thisweeksthing on all social media. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe, five stars. Five stars for the show. Search the show in the iTunes catalog. You can go to reviews and write a review there. Yeah. And on that note, I'm Ian Brodsky. And I'm Claire Manship. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye. Bye.